This is the Mariana Olszewski Show with Mariana Olszewski, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And we want to try to tell all you women out there that you can have an abundance of money, of love, of anything that you want in your life. You can have it. Um, as long as you think it and you do the right steps to get it, you can stop struggling and stop living paycheck to paycheck and stop that, that struggle and that anxiety around money. And today we have a great half-hour show and we are here to, listen, to answer all your questions, to listen to what's going on with your money and to give you solid practical tips that you can go out and start doing right now and have the life that you really wanted to stop worrying and stop struggling about money and really living the life of your dreams, the life you really want to live. And um, I think we have a question or two. Yes, Mariana, we do. We had a ton of emails after your last show, and I've got some questions here that have been sent in, and we're watching the chat line, and we're also taking calls today on the show, too. So if anybody wants to call in, the number is 914-338-1186. That's 914-338-1186. One one eight six. But one question that came immediately after the end of your last show, Marianne, was this one. Uh, this is from Linda in Raleigh, North Carolina, and she writes, "How can I stop charging on my credit cards? I can't stop." You know, Linda, that is a great question, and so many women ask me that question. They say, you know what, I feel like I'm depriving myself. Like, why am I even living if I can't charge all my credit cards and spend the money that I want to spend and buy that purse that I really want and go on that vacation that I really want? And first of all, there's two parts to that that answer, and the first is, Linda, You know, you might think that you're entitled or have a right to go out there and spend money, but if you're spending money you don't have, you're going to feel even worse after you spend it. And that's the key to understand that it's only a quick fix. It's just like if you open up a a big thing of Haagen-Dazs ice cream and you're like, I really want it, I deserve it, I'm entitled to it, and you eat the whole thing. And then you feel good for like five minutes or while you're eating it, but afterwards you feel really blah. You don't feel good. And the same thing about spending money. You might feel like, let me charge on my credit cards and you know what, I'll feel great. And you do get that high for like you know, maybe an hour after you buy that purse or yet again that other sweater, but then you really get into this like, oh, I just spent a thousand dollars, I don't have the thousand dollars, and it weighs on you really heavy, so it's really not worth it. So that's what you really need to do. You have to like rethink before you start spending on your credit cards. And the way to stop spending on your credit cards is just don't use your credit cards, right? It sounds so simple, and it is in a way. Take your credit cards, and when you go shopping, go window shopping. My mom and grandmom used to always say, let's go window shopping. And I used to be like, window shopping? Why do we want to go window shopping? But if you go window shopping and you find something you really like, put it on hold. And then you can think about it. You can calm down. You can get over that excitement or that high of buying something. And if it's something you really want two or three days later and you look at your budget and your fund spending plan, then you can go ahead and and buy it. So to stop spending on your credit cards, don't use your credit cards. Go out with cash. And I'm a big cash girl. Wherever I go, you'll open up my purse and you'll see a bunch of cash in there. I don't use my credit cards. Very rarely do I use credit cards. I always use cash. And the reason why I do that is because when I'm standing at a counter buying another pair of shoes and I'm counting out my 10s, my 20s, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and I have this 
big pile of cash next to me. I'm looking at that going, mm, do I need those shoes? And one out of two times, the women that I coach will put those shoes back. And they'll say, you know what, I really don't need those shoes. So instead of me, the money coach, telling you not to buy those shoes, you will make that decision yourself, and that's a better decision to make. So don't use your credit cards. Put your credit cards in the freezer, I always tell people, you know, so that you can't use them. They're frozen. Put them in a bag of water, stick them in the bag of water, and freeze the bag of water, okay? So you can't use them if you're in this, like, I've got to go out and spend right away. Use cash. If you really want it, put it on hold. Have a money buddy. I always recommend the girls that I coach to pair up with someone that they really like and they can trust. And they'll, we call them their money buddy. And so when they get into a sticky situation where they're in a store and they really want to buy two purses and three pairs of jeans that they call their money buddy before they make the purchase and the money buddy will gently talk them out of it. You know, like, okay, put it down, let me meet you for a coffee, walk around the store, get out of the store, you, just things like that. So it's really important to have a money buddy. So, so that's basically, um, I hope that answered your question, Linda. That was a great answer, Marianne. And I have a question. You met, touched on something. You talked about the fun spending plan. What's that? Oh, God, Kay, that is great. And I'm going to have to, uh, all, the, all the women that are um, speaking and also, also you might want to look at my website, which is liveitloveitearnit.com. And on the website, on the second page of the website, we have all these free tools that you can go to. And one of them is called the Fun Spending Plan. And you can actually download all this really yummy stuff. And you download it and you print it. And it's basically two pages. And it allows you to be a aware of where you're spending your money. See, I'm a little bit different than other money coaches. I don't tell you you can't spend. I just want you to be aware of where you're spending. See, once you're aware of what you're doing, then you'll even come to me or you'll you know, think about it yourself and you'll tweak the way you're spending. So that's really important to be aware of where you're spending. So a fun spending plan basically takes your income, you put down your income, whatever it is a month, X amount of money, maybe it's $3,000 a month or 2000 or 10000 whatever it is, and you put down your income. And then on the other side, you put down all the, your expenses and you put things like mortgage or rent and car payments food, but we call it a fun spending plan because you can change the amounts you're spending and we want you to have fun with your money. So I want you to have fun with the money you spend on food. So people put food and then they put $200 a week or $500 a month for food. And so you're going to be like, oh, I spent $500 a month at the grocery store. But I'm saying this is your choice. You have that amount of money and you either have fun spending it on food or you have fun spending it on shoes or you have fun spending it on your rent. Like this money that you have and you own, you have the power to do whatever you want with it. So we're really trying to change women's thinking instead of like, oh, I have a mortgage payment of $800 every month. It's such a big nut. I can't do it. All I do is work to pay my mortgage. I'm saying let's switch your thinking, ladies, and, and say, wow, I've got a house. Isn't it great? I have this beautiful house that I've always wanted, and I have this amazing mortgage that's only $800 a month, and you know what? I'm working because I am so excited to put my money towards this. I'm, it's fun. It's exciting to put this money towards this mortgage because I choose to do that. 
I don't have to have a house. I can rent. I can live with my parents. I can share an apartment with roommates. You know, there's a lot of other things you can do. So you're making that choice to spend that money on that rent or $500 on that food. And I call it fun because this is your life. You should have fun with your money and whatever choices you make. I am excited to pay the electric bill because if I didn't have electricity, I'd be burning candles. So what we're trying to do is say, everyone out there, let's have fun and we have the power over our money. So I call that the fun spending plan. So all these little categories, and you've probably seen them with other money coaches and other books. Um, you have the mortgage, you have your food, you have your maintenance, you have your your parking, you have your clothing, whatever that is, you can tweak that every month. And Kay, I know a lot of women that I coach that would rather eat, you know, salads and eat in every single day and spend like no money on food and spend more money on clothes. And that's okay. That is okay as long as you're eating and you're alive. It is, uh, it is, it is okay because you have the power to do that. And when I was in my 20s, that's what I did. I barely like I bought the cheapest food and I ate you know potatoes with you know grated cheese on top for dinner because I wasn't going to go buy a steak, you know. And that's what I did in my 20s. And my 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 money, my fun money, instead of going towards, you know, eating out all the time, went towards clothes because that's what I was into when I was in my 20s and that's okay. And now later on, you know, I'm in my 40s, unfortunately <laughs> to say that, early 40s, but I, <laughs> but I spend my money on traveling and other things, decorations for my house, you know, so I don't spend that much money on clothes. So it's, it, it switches, but I feel good about that and I don't feel deprived. So I'm not telling anyone where they should spend their money. I'm saying put it down in the fun spending plan that you can get on liveitloveitearnit.com and you will have fun with your money and you'll have power over your money and you'll feel better about your life. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know what? I'm really glad you brought up your book too, Marianna, because I want to ask you a question. Dustin's telling us we have to go to break here in a few in two minutes, he's saying, but maybe we can stretch it to three. But if, if, if someone was to read just one chapter from your book, which one should it be and why? Um, I think I, I love my book. Thanks for answering that question. Um, and the book is called Live It, Love It, Earn It. And it came out in January. And you can find that on Amazon.com or in any of the bookstores. And my, my book is really about women owning their power and going deep inside themselves and saying, what is it that I really want to do? So, and we have stories of people that are accountants that don't want to be accountants, people that are in the family business that want to be shoe designers. We have engineers that want to be web designers. We have people that are in corporate America that want to be, have their own business. We have moms that want to go back to work. We have people getting divorced that don't know what to do. So my book is basically about going inside of yourself and claiming your power. And that's the chapter called Claiming Your Power. That's my most important chapter. And it's really about owning what you want to do with your life and being able to do it. And we give you the steps so financially and money-wise, you're not afraid to go out there and do it. So it's about getting over that fear and anxiety and really owning the power to create the life you want. And that's in the chapter called Claim Your Power. Oh, that's great. Okay, Dustin, how are we doing on time? He says we've got one minute to go. So um, I know we've got, we've got a call holding. Dottie from Lakeland, Florida is calling in, but we'll take her call when we come back from break. And so we're going to go to break now, Mariana, and when we come back we'll have Dottie from Lakeland, Florida. Great.
It's Marianne Olszewski on the Marianne Olszewski Show, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And you can call in, and we have all the answers to your money questions. I promise, I promise, whether you're just starting out or from school and you're just working on getting your credit card debt taken care of, or if you just went through a divorce, I know that's really tough, and you're like, what's going on with my finances? Or if you just lost your job or you're trying to get a job, whatever it is, if you want to call in at 914-338-1186. Again, that's 914-338-1186. Or you can chat us Chat us up at hearwomentalk.com and press chat. <laughs> okay. And Mariana, we do have a call from Dottie in Lakeland, Florida. Uh, Dottie, are you there? I'm here. Um, and you have a question for Mariana? More or less, I'd like her to be a psychic. Okay, sure. What can I help you with? <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, my husband's been retired for 25 years. And at that time, we had some inheritance and we sold his company stock, so we had cash. And we invested it all in CDs. Mm -hmm. And at that time, CDs were 16% interest. And isn't that great? I am so thrilled for you that you still have a little bit of that coming off, the the 30-year bond, the 30-year CDs? No, it wasn't a 30-year CD. Uh, This was back in the early 80s. 80s, yeah. So uh, when we moved to Florida, we brought the money with us and put it in the bank and got CDs paying 7%. Mm -hmm. And now, about a year ago, CDs matured. I think at that time we were only getting about 3 to 4%. Mm -hmm. And the girl at the bank talked us into going into money market because the CDs were paying so little. And so is the money market rates. That's right. Couple months, <laughs> couple months ago, she called and she said we could get. Uh, I think it was a two-year CD at one and a half percent, which was more <laughs> than we were getting on the money market. Yeah, so, the money markets are about 80, 80 basis points or seventy, right? Seventy, eighty basis points. So anyway, we went back to the CDs again. So when I say I'd like you to be a psychic, do you see CD rates going up any time in the near future? Well, um, that's a great question, and you know that financial people have a million different answers to those types of questions um, based on what's going to happen in the future, and no one really knows what's going to happen in the future. But I would think, and a lot of experts that I've been talking to at like big wig firms and not saying that they're all right, would say that interest rates should move up. I mean, they should. As the economy stabilizes and gets better, we should see the interest rates moving up. However, right now the economy, as you know, is very volatile. And also, the, not just the U.S. economy, the world economy. And, you know, things are everything, you know, every other week something else happens, from oil spills to, you know, the grease falling off the map. Um, and there's a lot of uncertainty. So based on this uncertainty, we don't actually know what the government's going to do with interest rates and when interest rates rise and CD rates rise and everything else rises. But people are saying that they should be rising. Now, we don't know what should be rising means. We don't know if it's going to be rising a little bit or a lot of it. Um, I think staying in a two-year CD instead of like a 10-year CD is good because interest rates should be rising within the next three to four years or maybe two years. But what I'm trying to say is you're not locking yourself in at a low rate for 10 years. You're locking yourself in 
at a 2% or a 1.5% rate for two years. Um, I don't think interest rates will be cut any lower. I mean, they're very low right now. I don't, and, but I'm not an economist. But most people that I talk to think that rates will rise. They should rise slowly. However, if we have hyperinflation, and people do talk about that, we don't know if we'll have it or when we'll have it or if we'll have it. But if we do, you're in short-term CDs. So that will mature in two years. And if something does come out where interest rates start rising really, really quickly, then you can always go into a different interest, you know, a, a, um, another another CD in two years. Right. So I think you're fine with two years. I have some CDs that are six months and a year. I, it's very hard. I'm, I'm always in like really short-term stuff. I my, my personal portfolio, I have a lot, it's very scattered. It's very diversified in a lot of different products. But one of the things I do do is keep cash, you know, in case I, I need cash for different types of investments. And the cash that I keep are in short-term um, treasuries and CDs and money markets, which, you know, are less than a year maturity. I do have a lot of cash right now in those types of interest, in, um, instruments earning nothing. But that's because, you know, I'm uncertain about what's going to happen with the market and I don't know what if the market's going to go down, going to go up. I don't know what the volatility, the volatility is just all over the map. So a lot of us, I think, have cash on the sidelines right now. So I think you're doing okay. The problem right now is that if you're retired and you're only getting 2% on your money, you're like, wow, this is a lot less money than right. when I was getting 16% on the same amount of money. Well, we, so, were, um, we were taking the interest to use as income yes. every, every month. So as you can see, our income has fallen quite a bit. Yes. But yes. by the same token, we still have the original amount that we invested 25 years ago. We didn't really, we haven't lost anything because we're not in the stock market at all. And congratulations for not losing anything. You're probably one of the very few people that have not lost anything because it seems like a lot of people, and I was too, exposed to the stock market and different instruments. Congratulations on having that same amount and congratulations on making 18% or 16% on the years that were really, really good. Congratulations. You, you and your husband are retired, so right. most financial people would say, don't go into the stock market if you're retired because the stock market is at that age because the stock market is very volatile. And if you put a lot of your money in and then it goes down 20%, then you lose 20% of your money. That's and right. it's But it's hard to recover it. Like if you're 20 or even 40, you have 10, 20, 30 years to recover that and stock markets usually come back over time. Um, however, when you're older, you know, you're, you're, uh, do you have a good financial person that's helping you with this or someone at the bank or where you're buying all these CDs to help you? Not really. We just kind of stuck with CDs because we wanted to see where our money was and what it was earning. And we didn't, we didn't really know anything about stock market and didn't trust it. Well, that's good. You, you stayed out of a, a big downfall. But I'm just thinking that maybe the bank that you're buying these CDs from or the financial institution that you've been working with for these 25 years, maybe just seeing, you know, I don't know how much your savings are, but just asking someone over there if, you, you know, because say I, I have a, a a lump sum of money, I'm retired, and is there someone I could just talk to to get information about different, you know, types of 
instruments, other bonds, immuni bonds. I don't know how much income it throws off. If you're if you're um, getting into really high tax brackets with all the income you're making, I you know your incomes coming off of all those uh, CDs, and you're getting thrown into very very high tax bracket tax brackets. If you have a big big bulk of money, then you might want to look at muni bonds because they they you know are you know, tax-free and on different levels. Mm -hmm. So you might want to lower muni bond funds. But I would just right now, I would just actually go to the bank or the institution where that's purchasing these CDs and just walk in and say, is there a time where I could sit down with one of you guys for a half an hour and just talk about different things? And I'm not saying to do anything because you've been doing really well right now, what you're doing. But I would just get some more information and then I'd go to another, like in New York City where I live right now, I can just walk down the streets of Fidelity and just walk in and say, hi, can I speak to someone for 10 minutes? And I don't even have to tell them about my network worth. And usually they'll sit down with me and have a conversation with me. I've done that a number of times. I don't even tell them really who I am. I, I, I mean, not that I am anyone, but I mean, I don't say I'm Mariana Olszewski and, you know, I have this amount of money or I have these investments or I invest in Merrill Lynch's products, not yours. Like, I don't tell them about my investments. I just say, hey, you know, I have some money I'd like to invest in. I'm really confused and I don't know what I should do with it. Can I sit down with a person? And they'll usually sit down with you for 10, 15 minutes. Not saying you have to listen to them. I'm just saying to get more information and not saying you have to buy anything from Fidelity. Don't feel obligated. This is their job to disseminate information to people about investments. That's what they do every day. They'll also, if they're really busy, they'll give you a 1-800 helpline, and you can talk to those helpline people and ask them about IRAs, retirement plans, anything you want them to for free. That's what usually happens. They'll let you talk to them for free because they want your business, but you know you need to be educated before you give them any of your business. Correct. So that's what they do. Wow, Mariana, that's great. That's wonderful advice. Thank you. Thank you, caller. And thank you. Um, great. Thank you so much. And you can look on my website for more information, or you can email me on my website. You'll get my email. Thank Live you. Liveitloveitearnit.com. Okay. Dustin's telling me, uh, Mariana, that we've got two minutes left. Great. And while you were talking great. earlier about your book, we've got a, a, a chat question from Elaine. Perfect. She wants to know, why you always focus on women in your book and in your speaking? Why don't you talk about men? Do women need different advice from men? You know what? That is a great question. Love that question. Yes, men need advice too. Yes, they do. They need sometimes more advice than us, right? Um, I love men. I'm married to one. I have a little son. And um, I, men come up to me all the time. I'm coaching a man right now. Um, I don't know why I specialize in women. I guess because I was in the hedge fund industry and it, it was male-dominated. And a lot of women that were entering that industry years ago, the financial industry, kept coming up to me and saying, you started your own business. How did you create wealth? Can you help me? What can I do? And I found that I was always talking to women because they would always say, you have your own company. You know, can you mentor me? And I started just talking to women. It's not like I excluded men. A lot of men do say, oh, can you have a coffee with me and talk to me about what's going on? To answer your second question, so that's really why I, you know, was doing a book on women. Um, I do think men and women think slightly different. I mean, I am a little biased. I think we're really strong. We're a strong species, the, women, the woman. We could do everything. We multitask. Not that I don't love men, but I'm just saying that we do a lot. We do have our kids. We have our career. We do the family finances. We're doing everything, right? Um, but I feel like women sometimes 
don't say yes to themselves and no to other things. And in my book, I'm trying to say we women have to say yes to our dream, to the career we really want, to what we really want to do, the money that we want to make, the promotion that we want to have, you know, getting our own finances together. We have to say yes to us. So I, I found that in my, my travels and in my research, I found that a lot of women and myself included were like, well, you could do that, but I can't do it. So I feel like I've got to give a pep talk to all the women out there and say, you can do whatever it is that you want. And my book takes you through exercises that gets into your intuitive self and brings out what it is that you really want in your life and gives you practical steps to do it. And I feel like sometimes men are just like, okay, I'll do that. Like they don't have all that emotional stuff and that emotional tie up around money. The second thing is I found a lot of women, a lot of women, including myself, are kind of like, you know what? I'm going work for five years then Prince Charming is going to take over and <laughs> and that's okay but I find that we all have that and I don't find men have that you know like I don't find that they always they have that some men do they're like I hope I win the lottery but what I'm trying to say I'm trying to like say like let's try to get that attitude like right out like it's easier the easier, softer way is really to own the power yourself to go out there and make your own money and do your own thing because you feel better about your life. And when you create it, it's yours. It's like this amazing feeling and you feel good about yourself. And the other thing, if Prince Charming comes, that's great. It's icing on the cake. But please don't squash your dreams and your career just waiting around for someone else. Like I want you girls to all go out there and do it. Go girls. Great <laughs> advice, Mariana. Thank you so much. Well, Dustin tells me it's time for us to wrap up this show. What's the name of your book again please live it love it earn it All and you right. can find that on live it love it earn it.com <laughs> okay well mariana do you want us to take us out of the show please great thank you thank you so much for um our, that's our show for today and this has been the mariana olszewski show and thank you so much we look forward to hearing your questions and hearing all about you and what's going on with yourselves next week same time um and this is produced and broadcast by the zeus radio network for hear women talk at hearwomentalk.com thanks a lot for, for having me today <laughs> 